This is the Arcology Lone Star Actual Play Podcast. I'm Vox. The task force throws a shindig that no one is likely to forget. Careful surveillance reveals the clue that just might see this case closed. Uh, so it's December 6th. That's what the Google Doc says. All right, I'm guessing uh, some of you were pretty severely injured walking out of there, so you're probably going to have to spend some time in the hospital, I imagine. Yep. Uh, so you already had whatever first aid and healing. That's why you were walking around and not, you know, unconscious. So let's do, uh, are you guys just going to go ahead and check into like a regular um, hospital or do something else for your medical care? You do guys, you guys do have medical insurance that covers this kind of stuff. So Wherever the insurance is paying. All right. Well, insurance is uh, pretty good for Lone Star. There's a, a affiliate uh, hospital you were able to uh, go and stay at. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we'll say the medicine checks uh, will give you four extra dice on your healing tests. So go ahead and give me, um, those of you who are resting up in the hospital, roll double your body. You know, don't count any um, cyberware that would just add body for damage resistance, like bone lacing or whatever. And uh, add four oh. dice to that. That's how many uh, boxes you heal per day. Once you're down to three boxes, the uh, the insurance has them kick you out of the, uh, kick you out of the hospital. So then you're outpatient. So who was seriously injured? It was uh, Hayes and Officer Garrett and Holmes, right? Yeah, I think yep. so. Everybody else was pretty much fine, right? Yep. Yes. All right. So how many days are you guys in the hospital? Three days in the hospital. Sorry, what was that? Three. Okay. And then what are the rest of you doing while your uh, compatriots are healing up? Repairing my drones and repairing the truck. If I remember correctly, the truck got shot. Yep. So it's um for the parts. It's two percent of the vehicle's cost per box that you're healing. You can go ahead and take that out of your budget. Uh, sure. That's all right with the LT. Of course it is. Can't we just sign a requisition and triplicate to have them fix it? Some of the grease monkeys down at the uh, HQ. Sure, you can. Yeah, be able to pay for their labor then out of your budget, too. Yeah, forget that. And while I'm working on the truck, I want to look around the HQ. Uh, uh, what do they call it when they confiscate stuff and they put it in the lockup? I want to look around in the lockup to see if there's any cool weapon mounts I could throw on the truck. Usually it's called evidence. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. Evidence. All right, you guys have been operating out of a uh, nightclub that you uh, commandeered. The Ron Firehouse. Yeah. You know, I think we can change that name if if we want to. <laughs> what was it called again? It's called the New HQ. That's what it's called. That, that's its only name. <laughs> the, the New, new HQ. Fuzzy and colorful <laughs> HQ with stables. That can be changed. I'm going to have to agree with my uh, lovely sister. I'm not going to call this a Brony Romp Firehouse. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's better than Brony Romp Fire Hose. Yes. yes. Very true. At least it's not ride the pony. At least. So did we uh, capture any people, or did we just uh, shoot them all in the face? I don't remember. I remember we kept a couple of them alive. Which ones are you, did you take alive? Were they those some of the feathered that were knocked unconscious? I think so. Wasn't the machine gunner making sure they were all down? Uh, yes, I do remember that as well. It's just a problem with playing once a month. You're kind of fuzzy between sessions. <laughs> I'm fuzzy during the session. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to, you know, come back around to that whole Brony Romp Firehouse stuff again, is it? 
Uh, I really need to start really using RealmWorks. Now, now that you brought it up, yeah. <laughs> and I'm making a note on my character sheet about the Brony Romp Firehouse being our new HQ. <laughs> yeah, every now and again, some people stop by to buy drugs. Or in the evening, a band shows up and knocks on the door and asks where they can unload to set up. I, you know, I have them all audition. Nice. Even the drug dealers? No, no, the drug dealers, I'd invite them in, but the people asking to buy drugs, no. And at one point, even a um, small group of uh, centaur strippers. They're allowed to stay. They can stay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I, I have them judge the bands. If there's any band they like, we I'm going to set up a deal where, you know what, we're going to have a band centaur stripper night. Uh, and Buckner is, uh, I'm asking if he knows how to play undercover as a bartender. He just sort of like, sort of like his jaw is hanging open. He looks over and he goes, what? Well, you could either do that or be a centaur stripper. But you don't look like a centaur very much. Hey, are you in a band, Buckner? Uh, what? No. I I played the tuba in high school. That could be very popular in the right circles. The right strippers. Really? You probably have a lot of lung power and you do something with your lips, right? With the tuba? I mean, that's a big thing. you got to really, really develop some muscles there. I, I guess so. Uh, do you like any of these, these central strippers? We gotta, we gotta help them out, right, Buckner? And plus, this is a way to get those drug dealers in here and do something about them. We've got to uh, do what we can to uphold the law in all its facets. We do. Are you trying to get them to keep coming? I just, I, I, uh. boy, Nina, I don't know what to say there. You weren't talking about the centaur strippers, were you? Well, you know, keep coming to the club. Oh yeah, I think Buckner we should open them. up. Yeah. Really? A club. We've cleaned it up. I think the club will be a way to uh, really be like a, a honeypot for these things. And uh, we do need to figure out a way to start putting money into our budget as one well the, as uh, taking stuff one out. Of the, uh, one of the centaur strippers comes wandering over here. Uh, what did you need? We need a club manager. Uh, Nobody to be the club manager? Are you. Do you have the skills required to be a club manager? I'm not sure if I have the time. This club? Uh, we're on tour. I just so love because I heard him say my name. Gestures over to uh, uh, gestures over to uh, the LT. What was your name? Oh, uh, I'm Honeypot. Oh, oh, hey, Honeypot, how are you? I'm Billy Joe. It's nice to meet you. Hi, Billy Joe. It's nice to meet you too. See my cutie mark? Well, look at there. That is, ooh, that's shining like a diamond in a goat's ass. I gotta go get some smokes or something, or beer or vinegar or something. I'm leaving. And she starts to chuckle at your joke, and you're so colorful. But pats you on the head. See, Buckner, they're on tour. They're here to do their gig. We should help them out. They're just, they're just trying to make a living. And, uh, you know, we're here to serve the public. Uh, right. Okay. Yep, I might know some people will help us uh, run this place. Let me make a few calls, get some advice. I'm sure we can figure out something to staff the place up and get it running and put on a show for these fine uh, centaurs. Oh, Buckner? Huh? Huh? Hey, Buckner! What? what, what? I'm, I'm paying attention. Hey, 
you went through school, you know, you went to the academy. Didn't you get any kind of uh, business uh, training? Didn't you take any business classes in school? Well, I took a couple. So don't you think you could run this club uh, and turn a profit so we would have more money in the coffers for our, uh, you know, our equipment needs and our training needs? I've never really thought about it. I'm not sure. I've never run a club. Well, Buckner, you need to start thinking about that because whoever we get to run this place, you're going to have to oversee them and make sure they're not skimming. Do you understand? Oh, right. Yeah. But um, don't we get to go shoot people? You can shoot, shoot anybody, anybody that bothers the centaurs too much. Yeah. What, what weapon are you carrying, Buckner? Oh, uh, my uh, standard issue Ruger Thunderbolt. All right. What are you loaded with? Uh, well, uh, EX Explosive. <laughs> now, Buckner, don't you think that's a little excessive? For what? Well, you're basically going to be bouncer slash bodyguard for our lovely centaur strippers over there. So perhaps tasers or gel rounds would be appropriate? Does that sound possible? Well, I have a taser, I suppose. Yeah, but you need a backup. So maybe some gel rounds? Um... I suppose, but... I tell you what, Buckner. You load up some jail rounds, but you can keep that clip of the uh, explodey stuff and, and keep it in your pocket just in case. All right. You have passed your marksman's test, uh, haven't you there, Buckner? Oh, sure. I'm an excellent shot. Perfect. All right. All right, so things are busy at the Brony Romp. Are you renaming the place or putting up an under-new management sign or something like that? Under new management, and of course we have to advertise the Centaur Stripper Show. <laughs> and uh, whichever band the Centaur Strippers like that audition that we have recordings of, we'll, All right. we'll call them back. We could do a Battle of the Bands night. <laughs> Stripper dance-off to save the community center. Uh, I'm also going to call uh, Billy Shoes. Oh, wait. Well, I'm going to call uh, you know some of my contacts. Uh, and see, you know, if there's any of them that might be interested in helping operate the club for a little while, get things running, get their hand in. All right, give me an etiquette test. I have three hits. Okay, yeah, you make a few calls. Um, you find out uh, your uh, cousin Hector actually recently lost his job. Uh, his uh, place was shut down. Uh, bar went out of business uh, across town, and... Uh, uh, one of your uh, family members refers him over. Ooh. When I is say he, the one is, cousin, I mean, like, the term cousin is thrown around as in, like, you know, second cousin twice removed, third cousin, all that, etc. You know, they just call him cousin. <laughs> okay. I do need to know what kind of cousin. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, not uh, not kind of family. I understand the cousins. You know, they're all, we're all Chavez's. Is he in the family business or not? Uh, he's in the family. Okay, you know what? Yeah, I'll bring him in. I'll just give him word. No family business on the business. He'll understand. Okay, yeah, he's, he's grateful for the chance to get a job and he stops by the place. Yeah, I remember this place. I think I've been here once. Well, here you go. It's been uh, a while ago. Yep, we need somebody to hang around here and help keep it running and let me know what needs to happen here because it's got to be a cover for a major sting operation. So you know to put the word out to, you know, some of our other cousins not to come by. 
Oh, yeah, good point. I'll let him know. Uh, Hector's a 20-something uh, human. Um, his mom is an elf, but his dad's human. Yeah, I have the same problem. He's pretty good-looking, kind of wiry build. Um, you seem to remember something about um, some incident at one of your other cousin's uh, coming-of-age parties. I forget what they're called. Yeah, they're when when they're 13 and they go around and they're women now. Anyway, he, uh, he ended up making a big scene that he was on something and... It's kind of made him a bit of a pariah, a little bit. He's he's worked hard, though, since. He's sort of uh, done his best to live down that part of his reputation in the family. But he hasn't really been involved in a lot of the um, upper circle family business. Cool. Kind of my tripping, liable to go off on drugs and do weird stuff cousin is going to be helping us run stuff. That's no problem. <laughs> like, oh, no, don't worry. I don't do any drugs on the job. Okay. Your family. Or, or at all, actually, right? Because you're a cop. I didn't do drugs. Don't do no, no, no. Just say no thank you. That's right. It's very important that I don't hear, that I can't testify against you or, or haul you in for anything that you say or do. That's right. So, see if you can round up some people. We got a show. We got an opening. Might need to get in some supplies or some other stuff. Let's uh, figure this out. Though they think there was some stuff still in the basement somewhere. All right, so I'll put some people in the spot here because I didn't come up with names ahead of time. Um, Nina, what is the name of the band that is playing for the uh, Centaur Stripper Night? Rubber Mitten. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tony, uh, what kind of band is, is the Rubber Mitten? What was that? Uh, what kind of band is the, the Rubber Mitten, which is the band who was selected by the Centaur Strippers to play for the Centaur Stripper Night? What kind of band? Wow. Um, you know, they're just into uh, cat uh, augmented reality uh, tritios and uh, soundtracks to go with them. And they like to, like, lots of meowing and purring and that kind of stuff. <laughs> they get like giant AR balls of wool that go across the the uh, the area, and they chase them while they're in like costume. Okay, so Rob, what is the name of the Centaur Stripper Troop? Hmm. Honey Pots Rough Riders. Oh my god! Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and... I'm trying to imagine all these centaurs with these trench coats. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the the centaur strippers, there's seven of them total. Two of them are actually male. Still fits. Yep. All right, so Carlton, then, uh, what is the name of the event uh, which has the uh, Honeypot's Rough Riders accompanied by... What's the name of the band again? I forgot now. Rubber Mitten. Rubber Mitten, yep. Save the horse, ride a cowboy. Rubber night. Mitten's kitten music? Yeah. And we've got an event with them and strippers, huh? Right. Can you repeat that name again? Oh. Okay, never mind. Is this is this is this what going off the rails feels like? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> rails? Oh, I've been planning this for months. <laughs> so no. <laughs> Just waiting for the opening. <laughs> so it happens when you say like oddball twisted things in passing when you're the GM. Good times. Once I came up with the burning romp, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> I blame April Fool's Day. 
Oddly enough, I had that idea well before that was published. <laughs> so Nina comes back at some point with uh, more cleaning supplies. Um, a couple jugs of bleach, again, even though the place is well cleaned. And uh, several rolls of athletic tape. Oh god, bleach still here? is for Nina's brain. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it Nightmare Visions. Ooh. Okay. Alright, so Nightmare Visions is set to occur about the, the, the same day that uh, Maxwell and... Um, uh, Dan, Garrett are uh, uh, scheduled to be released from the hospital. Okay, th now there is one thing. We do actually have an investigation underway. And I believe we did put trackers on a whole bunch of stuff. So could, uh, could did uh, is there anything that makes sense that there was a still something that we're tracking out there? Uh, for example, the Banshee could have come back into the area and we could have picked it up again if it did a return trip. Oh, that's right. We had a tracker on a Banshee, didn't we, that went up to um, Colorado somewhere? Yeah, Denver. So what happened with that? I, mean, I know all the other trackers we tracked the weapons to where they were actually used and had the big fight, so there's probably not much use there. Okay, the uh, the other tracker that uh, went up north. Um, day after, after, didn't I have a uh, a fly spy tagged along on there? I don't there think the fly, fly spy is going to keep up with a banshee. No, it had latched on to the banshee on the uh, backside undercarriage, so it wasn't in the slipstream, and it, it was hanging on. So that way we could see what it was doing, where it landed, who he talked to. Does anybody else remember that? Remember the flies, but yeah, I remember yeah, we, uh, latching onto the banshee. Yeah, but we lost contact with it, so we couldn't maintain communication. But you know, it might have figured out either to come home on its own, or if it's back in the area, we can connect to it again. Sure. Let's say it uh, it recalled after it lost connection for a certain amount of time. So the fly spy eventually came home. Any recorded footage of the dude? Because we never get a clear picture of it. Maybe he was talking to somebody we got some recorded uh, footage of? I think you guys did get some pictures of him. You had uh, some people with cyber eyes or whatnot uh, that met with him, didn't you? Uh, sh sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't that's think what so. That's right, Luna doesn't have any cyberware. Right, the whole point is they recruited everybody who is pure. That's, so right, that's right. That's unlikely to happen, which is why we needed the surveillance equipment. No glasses or contacts on during the meeting? Nina's vain. She doesn't like to wear glasses. What? Uh, I don't know. Was Nina... I mean, did they record... Did you guys record anything when you were in that barn? Well, no, it wasn't the... the Was the pilot of the Banshee actually at that meeting in the barn? Yes. Yeah, I thought that was the yeah. same guy. Yeah, like the head guy that was at the, uh, the weapons drop is the guy that got into the Banshee and flew up to um, Denver. Okay, so a couple. Yeah, so Nina has seen him and can, could recognize him again, theoretically. Uh, but I don't know if we got good, you know, video or tridio footage of him. Um, I don't think we did. Okay. Um. So just give me a sec here. Kids out of bed. Sorry, it was just a loose end. I, I don't. I mean, I understand nothing happens or this comes back and we don't get any more information. But it's a opportunity. Yeah. Sorry, our kids are getting out of bed and interrupting us. Oh, no. Kids. They Maybe they've got the head crash. 
They have specific instructions to stay in there unless they have to use the bathroom. <laughs> Which translates to kid languages, get up every 10 minutes. <laughs> Normally, yeah. Well, there must be some cool stuff going on out here. You guys keep talking about ponies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So do uh, that guy in the uh, VTOL was the last lead that we had, didn't we? Is, yeah. Or do we have something else? Well, it's the furthest the trail went, but we can actually still pick up the guy at the taco stand and, and that stuff. I mean, they'll, they'll know something. They're supposed, They're supposed to, to call, call us. us. Uh, you know, I do live a couple of uh, Kanamushi uh, little bitty drones there. Maybe I could check in on them and see if they've got any footage. All right, back. Back. All right, All right so did we figure out what we did and did not have there? Yeah, we uh, got nothing from that. But we still do have those two Kanamushi drones at the taco uh, bar. See if those guys have picked up anything. Any interesting uh, conversations they may have recorded for us. Okay, so uh, give me a perception test for the Kanmushi drones. Uh, they can do a teamwork test. Okay, so the first one will assist the second one. And is it just rated to the, the sensor rating, so three dice? It's limited to the sensor rating. It uses the pilot skill plus if they have a clear sight running. Oh, yeah. So the first one got three hits, and the second one is limited out on his three hits. Okay, so... They, uh, they do capture uh, a couple conversations a little bit here and there, um, you know, in order to pick up on the important parts. Now, you, um, Billy Joel, have to make a test um, as you're sorting through the data. I think we'll make it a computer plus intuition. I don't have, I don't have a computer skill. Hmm. I guess uh, I will go with perception. Okay. So this is audio perception? Um, you don't get any bonuses for audio enhancements. Because you're working with just the raw data. Okay. You're limited by the sensor rating of the drones in this case. I got four hits. Uh, so okay. It's okay. So it's three limited by the drones. So you do notice everything the drones noticed then. Fabulous. Do you speak Spanish? I have a Spanish uh, software chip thing for my head skill, skill, skill wire chip thing. You know what I'm saying. I got a plug in. <laughs> You have an app for that? A Rating 6 LinguaSoft Spanish. There it is. I'll say. Okay, so you've got that jacked while you're, um, while you're listening to the, the uh, conversations that your Kanmushi's flagged for you. You pick up that uh, uh, Taco is being informed that the Landry Devils uh, had assaulted, had uh, done an assault with the weapons they received, and... Uh, None of them came back, but there was a large attack on the VV. A bunch of the Feathered were involved and killed, so it looks like they heard about everything that happened there. The other enticing thing that you get is that the boss is going to be uh, coming into town soon uh, to meet with them, and they're supposed to be meeting with the boss. That's really all they refer to the person as. Voss, V-O-S, or boss? The boss. The boss, okay. Isn't like the guy in charge. They don't have a specific time, date, place. You don't get. You don't pick up on a specific time or place, um, but you do get the idea that it's going to be happening as soon as in with the next few days. Again, this is the day that the nightmare um, crap. What is it called? The nightmare. Nightmare visions. The nightmare visions event is going to be happening. So. 
sometime shortly after that. Okay. All right, so we'll skip ahead to December 9th, and Officers Voss and Garrett are being released from the hospital. Outstanding. You guys right. both fully healed? So much better now. You guys both fully healed by this point? I still need a couple yeah, more days much. of uh, rest. I did pretty good on the healing checks. Yeah, four days should be more than enough. I should be able to at least swing by the office and uh, see how things are going on the investigation. Okay. Is anybody swinging by to meet them or pick them up? Sure. I'd go by pick them up. What vehicle are you showing up with? The only one I've got. Looks like a big old uh, ice cream van. That that probably wouldn't be good seeing the cops get out of the hospital and get climbing into the ice cream van. Maybe we'll just uh, as long as they're not in uniform. We'll rent a car and go pick them up. Okay, that's easily covered under your lifestyle. How's the investigation going? Uh, The fly spy ended up getting disconnected from the VTOL, so we lost that. All the guys, the trackers that we had on the weapons, all ended up at the VV area and got splattered. Uh, but the two Kanamushi drones at the taco stand uh, got a little info about the boss is coming to town in a couple of days. Oh, great. It sounds like we should set up a sting and grab him. Yeah. But we got a party tonight at the, uh, the HQ, the new HQ. Oh, you didn't need to. I mean, come on. Hey, man, you guys out of the hospital, we're going to throw a little shindig. We got a band, we got some strippers. It's going to be a great time. Well, hot damn. <laughs> I didn't even realize you cared. Hey, man, Why we're team. Know, we're family. Sorry, what'd you say, Rob? I'll just say an in character. Why do I have a bad feeling about this? Strippers, live music, what could go wrong? Have y'all been paying attention to what's been happening to us lately? Hey, relax. We got Buckner on security. It's all good. Oh, yeah, that just makes me feel tons better. <laughs> you didn't invite Holmes, right? did you? Did you? What's that? You, you didn't invite Holmes, did you? Well, of course we got to invite Holmes. He's part of the family. I don't know. If Buckner's on security, that might not work out well. Hey, relax. He's, he's loaded with gel rounds. <laughs> I'm not worried about Holmes. <laughs> well, maybe we'll just have to make sure Holmes is loaded with gel rounds, too. You know, keep it even. All right, so the All right, well, I'm gonna get some uh, get some sleep then, and uh, I guess I'll swing by for the party. What time tonight? Oh, uh, probably around ten or so, I'd imagine. I don't know. What did All the right, signs right. say? We put signs out. What did they say? I don't recall. The uh, doors open at nine. Yeah, there we go. All right, so yeah, it's about uh, a little after nine p.m. There's a line like all the way around the block. Lots of people are showing up who are surprised this place is back back open. Hey, with the party like this nightmare visions 50 bucks ahead how can they go wrong i casually just cut through the front of the line and go to the door and just wave at everybody in the line as i go through <laughs> <laughs> you got the juice on it yeah, the place is hopping uh buckner's uh you got the door you've got uh, a couple of uh bartenders going uh hector's running things and uh seems to be running pretty smoothly uh, the mittens are going to be going uh, starting at about ten o'clock. They're going to be playing for about half an hour, and then the uh, the main event starts, which they will be accompanying. So about ten o'clock, uh, we've got Officer Garrett and Maxwell Voss showing up. The uh, line's pretty short by this point. You guys can just bypass it. Oh no, their names are on the list. Yep. Hey. Buckner sees you guys. Oh hey, good to see you guys. Up and about. 
How you feeling? Better. Whole lot better. Oh, good. Well, yeah, head on in. Uh, it's going to be a busy night. I think the band's about to get started. Wow, you guys wow. went all out. Yeah, well, you know, it doesn't make sense to let the uh, club go to seed or something. Hey, you back off, as oh, he God. says to, as another guy tries to slip in with you guys. I'll shoot you in the face. Get him, Buckner. He takes a taser, his uh, taser out. Good job, Buckner. He nods. And, oh. uh, back in the line, direct face. Why do I have a feeling that Buckner just found his true calling? <laughs> yeah, we'll get him to uh, assist uh, uh, assist Hector to run the club, but he's also got to keep that coffee pot clean. <laughs> when you guys get in, the uh, mittens are just uh, starting up with their... Uh, the uh, tune, the uh, hit tune, which is uh, got a pretty catchy melody called Catch the Laser. <laughs> There's little AR vid screens of cats trying to catch lasers, some in slow-mo with different uh, video effects to them. And yeah, anyway, the weird night ensues. And we make tons of new yen. So when is the, the big boss showing up? Tonight or later? Sometime in the next couple days. Okay. You just don't have any solid intel, just vague intel. Yeah, Billy Joe's just sort of finished sorting through the info earlier today. All right, yes, uh, the event is epic and goes over quite well. Um, you guys make enough money to uh, pay the um, uh, Honeypot's Rough Riders and the band and have a little bit left over. Sweet. That's a good night. Because them Simtar strippers, they're pricey. Yeah, they, they certainly are. <laughs> uh, you end up adding a couple thousand new yen to your uh, pool, or to whatever whatever pool you're adding that money to. Oh, it's totally got to go into our budget. Absolutely. This is a legitimate sting operation to, uh, you know, capture uh, sources for the criminal underworld. Anybody know there's some paperwork that should be filled out for this? What was that? Anybody know which form I need to fill out for this? I think it'd be listed under ex, uh, auxiliary expenses under the miscellaneous heading. Yeah, but it, I think I need to make it a negative number to get it into the budget. It won't let me do that, so I don't think it's an expense. Well, seizures look like they go into the general accounts, according to this, and I can't locate our budget number in there. Maybe it's ongoing, undercover, residual income. And then you uh, put out an expense charge against the club, which is then paid through into it. Uh, here, it, it's a Form 25 slash B6, I believe. Okay. Hey, that works. Okay, Maxwell, you you know your forms. You think augmented reality forms would be better, make things better now, but it's actually a little bit harder because there's three dimensions, not just two. All right. So, what are you guys doing after the nightmare visions? And not that the many of the images won't be seared into your brain for the rest of your lives, never to be forgotten. I'm not sure, but I think alcohol will probably be involved. I think uh, we're going to start doing extended surveillance on uh, Mr. Taco and see if we can get a latch onto this meet with the big boss. All right, so you witness many tacos, chimichangas, enchiladas, nachos, and various other foods being consumed 
Taco eats a lot of food. It's, this is like one of the family picnics, except so, it's just it's one just... person eating everything. <laughs> hey, didn't, uh, wasn't Nina uh, undercover? Didn't she have some kind of thing? Yeah, they, they, they said they'd call. Oh, they never called? Not yet. Dave, you've got a lot of footage of Taco eating. Basically, just he doesn't eat like just shove food in his face. He just keeps eating constantly throughout the day, meeting with various people who come in to see him. Ken, are there... One thing we could also do is, if we can figure out who some of the people are that are coming in to meet him, or maybe start investigating some of them, we can maybe get more information, because... You know, as we know, he's he sends out his minions to do his work for him. Yeah, we could follow some of his uh, people he meets with. So, team, how should we do it? Well, if Holmes was here, he could run like some kind of facial recognition software. Anybody that sits down, we can figure out who they are. Well, I assume if we've got some imagery or information, we can always run that uh, facial recognition software. Yeah, but he's the one who had a cyber deck and the skill. Although I have been watching him, and I do have karma to spend, but I don't have a cyber deck to use. Holmes is one on one of his drug benders again, isn't he? I cannot confirm nor deny these allegations. Oh no, I have his personnel file. I know all the stuff that's in his psych eval. Not that I would ever reveal that to any of you. Right. Do we have more drones that we can use? Is it worth, uh, I know it's a little tricky because they use all of those spirits and things to help us track stuff, but could we do the same thing? Have uh, spirits follow some of the people and report to us? What uh, uh, what can we do? I can't do any following because I'm blown. I'm a public figure now. I've got two uh, flash spies we could send out. I could... Uh... We could get some more drones. That's always a good idea. You know, that that's a great idea, LT. We should get some more drones. Either we could use the drones to uh, keep an eye on some of these guys, maybe try to identify who maybe some of the movers are, try to tag them or their vehicles, try to trace them back to wherever they might be meeting or they might be operating from. Worst case scenario, if that doesn't pan out, we just grab one of these cheese heads and make them talk. There is always that. Well, Billy Joe, I think there should be a limit to how many drones that we have, but it's it's a good idea to do that. Uh, also, I think you know we can use the resources of the star whenever they're available uh, to maintain a visual, uh, maintain some kind of surveillance or tracking. Uh, Nina and Garrett, um, are you guys up for following people in a vehicle or something? Does that work? Sure, why not? Except we're going to need a vehicle. It seems how uh, my previous ride was uh, blown to hell. Um, it depends on who we're following, I guess, because I'm supposed to be uh, one of his employees. Okay, I think uh, I guess we can go with uh, going uh, with uh, Billy Joe. I guess we can keep him, uh, give him a lot of coffee and keep him awake for a few days. Do all of this work. Uh, it'd be it's nice if we could figure out ways to uh, spread them around. Uh, what was that? There's always long haul. Long haul, actually. Um, yeah. Um, Is that an over-the-counter item? I don't think it's even restricted. 
it's it is uh it's available you can just get it issued right out of the um right out of the clinic i'm not sure how uh, you guys have, have ruled it uh the way long haul's written there's some question of whether or not you can actually recover stun damage while you're under the effects of it i've kind of uh, ultimately decided just that uh you can rest if not sleep and still potentially recover stun while you're on long haul what do you guys think I'm just curious to hear the takes of my various fellow game masters here, or anybody else who wants to chime in. I've always treated it as something that, you know, it gets you so wound up that it makes it harder to, you know, sleep. You know, that's just me, kind of like, you know, over, over, overdoing it. I'd equate it to something like modafinil, which, uh, which is a real-life drug that turns off your desire to sleep, and you can actually sleep on it, you just don't have to. Uh, I've always done long-haul, just... I mean, it lets you stay awake, but you can recover stun. You don't need to sleep to recover stun normally. It's just resting. Right. That's um, kind of what I what I was basing my ruling on was that it you know maybe you don't sleep when you're long haul, but you can still rest. But uh, anyway, given the insomniac quality, though, you'd think uh, there'd be some aspect of long haul that maybe you'd have to make some sort of a test to be able to recover stun. But there isn't. So anyway, do you guys have a plan? Uh, there's something you guys are doing. You still figuring it out? Well, well for, for, go ahead, Bill Joe. I think we're just trying to isolate who's coming and going, and if a few of these guys start going off in the same direction, maybe they're going to meet the boss, or you know, keep monitoring those Kanamushis, see if they pick up anything on where and when uh, said boss is going to be here. Well, I think it's worth getting a few more of those fly spies and see if we can get more information on the people going in and out. I mean, we have some idea who his regular, like, lieutenant, lieutenant to minions are. And if we get more idea of their overall activities, that'd be useful. Super duper. The Taco Man has been distributing heavy weapons throughout the Dallas Metroplex area. So it'll be... Uh, I mean, we shut down one place he was storing weapons, but he's got to have a whole bunch of others. I mean, at some point, we can probably get the whole network shut down, but in the meantime, we are trying to track it back to the source. I agree. All right, so what precisely are you doing? I'm authorizing Billy Joe's expenditure for four more fly-spy-type drones or, you know, what he needs. I'm calling Billy Bob to get a line on some uh, fly spies or dragonflies or bumblebees or something. All right. You're able to acquire the drones with little difficulty. That is, if you're looking for fly spies. Bumblebees would be another matter that you have to acquire through the star, or it takes a lot more to get those through the black market. All right. We'll just stick with the easy ones for now, the fly spies. So the fly spies will be tagging anybody that comes in or out. After the, if, they, if they talk a taco, we'll get a get a close up on them and run them through some digital recognition software to find out who they are and where they go. And, uh, we'll follow them around and see who they talk to. Also, maybe see if they got any outstanding warrants or something like that. That may give us the pretense to just to grab one of these suckers. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Another important question. Officer Garrett, are you expensing the replacement of your vehicle from the, uh, uh task force funds? If the LTL sign off on it, wasn't that covered by your insurance? Insurance doesn't really cover missiles. Yeah, and it was kind of used in the line of duty. 
And you were in Arlington. That's kind of a blackout zone for the car insurance, at least as far as weapons fire is concerned. Oh, and we couldn't hack the GPS. Oh. You guys have no hackers. You do know a few cousins. How much is that? Uh, how much I have been thinking think? about it. <laughs> how much have we got in the uh, expense account? We got enough to get a decent deck? Or maybe there's one in uh, evidence lockup. We could uh, requisition or uh, quote-unquote borrow. And if you wanted to acquire a deck, you'd have to buy the deck with your budget. You can hire a decker for certain tasks if you need to. That'll cost you a certain amount of money based on the dice pool. So, say if you want to hire a decker with a dice pool of 15, that'd be 1,500 New Yen. Well, we oh. do need another vehicle. <laughs> we can't use the ice cream truck to go everywhere. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's strictly a surveillance and a backup for the taco area. In fact, I haven't made any rounds for a few days. I need to go out there and start selling some more ice creams. Well, well, you got to hang out around the, the taco place area or nearby, right? Yeah, exactly. Do we want to put one of those fly spies out at that barn that the Banshee landed at the last time? Yeah, to see if he's going to come back and land over there. That's a good call there. And uh, if we are able to track him coming in there, can we arrange for SWAT to meet him on his way back out again? Is Do they have SWAT anymore? I thought all those guys were all head cases and got shot in the face. Well, that wasn't the HQ. That's not the entirety of the high threat response available in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. Okay. So the HQ building is still pretty well locked down by somebody, but there are plenty of other precincts and uh, other secondary and tertiary locations that have personnel. So we would theoretic theoretically be able to have an HR team, team there uh, waiting to ambush him on his way back to the VTOL if he landed out there by that barn. I'm not sure what you mean. The dude that got into the VTOL and flew off to Denver. Yes. yes. If he's the boss and he lands back in the same place, he landed by, you know, out in the outskirts uh, west of town next to a barn and then had a, uh, a camel blanket over the VTOL, correct? Yes. So if we have one of the fly spies sitting out in that area, just watching to see if that guy comes back and lands in that same area, we could theoretically call in one of the HRTs uh, and have it go out there and meet that guy. Or oh, yes. if, if he left, we could have him out there waiting for the guy to return. Okay. I see what you mean. I thought you were talking about having a high threat response team just sit on the location. Oh, yeah, no, they wouldn't want to do that. Right. Okay. So who is where and doing what? I'm down the street from the taco bar selling ice cream. Okay. Boss, where are you? They have convalescence. Gotcha. You're resting up. Garrett? Well, probably just hang out at the HQ until needed, unless I can get my hands on uh, at least a temporary car, and then I could just, you know, just hang out in the general area, taco stand. Okay. Did you get a new car, or you have a rental or something? Well, I authorize a new car, but we're going to have to make sure this is why the this the brony place has got to work out so we can get more stuff in our budget. Yeah, oh, I can't. I'll just take it on March. All right. Um, so, Tony, what are you doing? I'm hanging out in Arlington with the VV and helping them clean up and organize and whatever else they need to do. 
and see um, they probably at least uh, and I also want to find out try and figure out well, they probably have some idea or some theories or interrogated or talked to other gangs about um, who their enemies are because one of the things I'm curious about is uh, why the VV might have been chosen as the victims for all the people supplying heavy weapons to give to the gangers opposing the VV. But there, so there may be something there. Right. So give me a, um, I would say an etiquette test then to see what you can overall find out from that uh, avenue. I have five hits. Okay. Yeah. From what you pick up from various people is it they don't understand why they're being seem to be targeted by these gangs. And no one's approached them about acquiring weapons. No one's uh, tried to involve them in any sort of the, the different gang-related plans. And it seems weird that all these gangs are working together, both for other illegal activities as well as coming after them. Normally they're so disjointed and distrustful of each other. It just It's so strange. So it seems like there's some kind of master plan or activity manipulating all these gangs behind the scenes. That takes a lot of effort and uh, planning to do this. So something major yeah, is going does. on. Give me a judge intentions roll. I have four hits. Okay. At one point, you're kind of chatting with um, Harley, who's the older orc chick who's uh, who is at the temporary HQ during when all the direct went down. And you're just sort of talking about, well, it's strange that all these gangs are doing this. Just make your point about the mastermind. And she kind of goes, huh. And you pick up on that. There's something that she's not bringing up. Like maybe she's got some other idea that's behind what she's saying that she's not she's not bringing to the front or you know telling you about. Time to bring her in, smack her around, interrogate her, get it out. No, I don't think that'll work. You don't get the sense that she's hiding something from you, or that she knows it's something, but that maybe she has an idea of something, but she hasn't thought to, or but she she hasn't decided to, well share that with you. Anyway, uh... I am going to tell Harley or say to her if you, if you figure it out, tell me because I can probably I'm the best way to get something done about it. Uh, what's it? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, if we come across anything, I'll let you know. This is big. And I th if you figure it out, I have ways to get the really, really, really big guys in the deal with it. So as soon as you figure anything out, let me know. Right. Well, maybe I'll do that. You just uh, keep us in the loop there, Mr. Law. I'm here to protect and serve. Uh-huh. Right. Well, that's our job, too. We're just a bit better at it than most of your uh, colleagues are. We all got our faults. <laughs> Yeah, well, you just go about your business, have a good one. I'll call you if I think of anything. I mean, I really will. Thanks for your help out there. Hey, we're family, right? You're not the first uh, undercover cop to uh, join our ranks. So, yeah, why the frag not? Hey, I didn't lie when I made the oath and joined the gang. 
That's why you're not dead. Dead because you're so damn pretty. And so, Nina, what are you up to? I guess I'm just... I don't know. Sorry, what was that? I guess I'm just trying to stay available for whoever calls. I don't really have any uh, special investigative powers that are going to help. So. Alright, so just to go over a summary here. Uh, Boss is recovering. Garrett uh, bought a new car. Or is buying a new car. Uh, Chavez is connecting with his uh, gang contacts at the VV, helping them out. And Billy Joe is doing drone surveillance with fly spies. Correct. Well, I have a suggestion for Nina. Okay. Um, there's a possibility we're going to have to uh, take some action at the taco stand place, or maybe have a fight or take someone out. Um, it might be worthwhile for you to think about where you'd want to have a sniper's nest or something there and get that ready. Fair enough. Yeah, and just to be clear, it's not a taco stand, it's a Tex-Mex restaurant called El Rancho del Taco. Oh, at the Taco Ranch. Yep. <laughs> the Ranch of Tacos. I'm going to, uh, I guess, dress in whatever particular street style I chose last time and head down to that neighborhood and just kind of, you know, find reasons to be here and there around the building to scope it out and find a good place. I want to find a place that'll uh, serve to cover all the sides, you know, as many sides as possible from whatever angle. And, um, hell, I'll even go in and get a taco and, you know, look like I need money, which I do. Okay. Uh, give me an etiquette test. Street etiquette if you have the specialization. One hit. Okay. You don't seem to draw much attention. No one seems to acknowledge or approach you at the El Rancho del Taco, but the tacos are good and uh, pretty cheap. Now give me a perception test. Three hits. Okay, and then a sneaking test. You can add your bonus, your uh, number of hits you got in your perception test to that roll. Five hits. Okay, you found a really nice sniper roost about two blocks away. There is this uh, shopping center where... Essentially, there's there's this, on the, the corner of the front of it, there's this taller section, almost a tower-like thing that juts up, and almost nobody ever goes near it. And people go in and out of the shopping center, but you, you're able to get in position, you, you find that you should be able to get in position up there and have a really good view of pretty much a wide swath of the area from there. Sweet. Um, I'm actually going to radio, uh, Billy Joe, um, and let him know about this spot and ask, um, I know you need all those drones. Is there any chance at all that you could spare one to camp out there and make sure it stays clear? Uh, yeah, I could park a Kanamushi up there. Pretty small. No one would see it. Cool. All right. And I'm going to find a, uh, coffin hotel close by. <laughs> Sure, there's one uh, pretty close, about a block away. Okay. I'm going to use that as my temporary uh, pad. Check in, drop off my normal stuff, and then uh, grab the bus to somewhere out, out of the way and then take a taxi back to my place. Um, get in some different clothes, you know, hoodie, whatever, and then uh, try to take a different route back to the place so I've actually got my gear that's worth something. Okay. Yep, so you got your coffin hotel at La Siesta. And you've got your uh, place camped out, and you're able to get that prepped and equipped over the course of the time. 
Cool. Finding good spots where there's a uh, um, lower amounts of traffic. Now you can have you make a stealth roll. You're able to kind of pick your time and sneak up there and get everything ready. Excellent. All right, so Billy Joe, give me a perception test. All right. I got three hits. Okay, so there's a lot of people coming and going. Most people seem to be just there for the food. You're able to coordinate things as far as your, uh, between your Kanmushi drones, which are inside, and your flying eyes, which are outside, or fly spies, rather. And you follow a number of people around the city. Uh, give me a judge intentions roll. Okay. Let me see if I've got that written down here. I do. I got ten dice in judge intentions. First one, I got one, two, three, four hits. Okay. So you happen to observe just a pattern about these guys is they're all Hispanic and they are human and they have no signs of cyberware. Okay. They arrive in various vehicles. Some take bikes, some take cars, and they travel out, going out from that area to different parts of the city, some fairly close, some farther away, going both to the Dallas area and Fort Worth and areas in between. Are they all going to uh, known gang territories? Some of them are. Actually, most of them, but not all of them. All right. So these guys are most likely lieutenants for uh, Big Taco. Or, or just messengers, but they're affiliated yeah, yeah, somehow. Yeah. Most of them seem to be younger as well. You don't really spot any of them that seem to be older, even in their 30s. There's no, like, super young street punks, but they seem to be all about 20-somethings. Okay. I got a weird question that I'm going to answer uh, myself. I'm not going to uh, air it to the group. Um, I assume that we have copies or access to the footage of like inside the restaurant and all that stuff that we can access from our comms or the tech net or whatever it is yeah as long as um your rigor isn't hiding it from you which i would assume he isn't i am not hiding anything from my sister you should right <laughs> except my wallet <laughs> um so i'm i just got an oddball curiosity i want to watch the guy taco um so he like constantly eats does he leave the booth ever oh sure he gets up to go to the bathroom okay he doesn't seem to stay there overnight well yeah okay just yeah okay but most of the day he sort of stays in one place in a chair at his booth and consumes large amounts of food over the course of the day in a rather slow but steady manner and he's a big guy, right? Oh, yeah. He is okay. not just big, he is fat. Yeah. Okay. That's all. It looks like if you ever had to chase him, you wouldn't have any time, any trouble catching up to him. I don't have trouble catching up to people. Well, it looks like Buckner wouldn't have a hard time catching up to him. <laughs> okay. The first day goes by. Uh, again, you see people coming and going. You catch some intel on various people going to different places around town. The second day... This would be, I think, the 11th now. You see a lot of... Most of the people who come through and meet with Taco are people who met with him the day before. And they talk to him and they go they go around places. And a lot of times when they leave to go somewhere, they, they stop off at one place or another and they stop off at another. They seem to be running errands all over town. 
Cliff, on the uh, second day, I'm fully healed up. And I've got some plans. I'd like to summon and bind a spirit man. Okay. Uh, what force spirit are you summoning? Well, first of all, I'm swinging by the uh, host- local hospital in Burnmore to do some research. And then I'm going to be uh, summoning a force six spirit of man with the uh, optional powers of spell, napalm, and fear. Okay. Roll your dice for the summoning. And I'm going to spend a point of edge on that. That's seven hits. All right, so you get six net hits and two drain. Next, go ahead and roll to bind it. Or him or her, as your character probably sees it. Is this your old partner that you're summoning? No, this would be a recently deceased uh, victim. That's why I was doing the research at the burn ward. That's a recently the, uh, deceased what? A recently deceased burn victim from the hospital. Hence the, uh, the optional powers of napalm and fear. Okay. And I'm spending a point of edge, a second chance this roll as well. That's uh, 11 hits on binding. All right, so you get seven net hits in your binding, so eight drain. All right, I take three drain. Okay. Yes, a dwarf woman who appears, uh, seems to be having uh, large numbers of uh, burns all over her face. You're seeing her teeth exposed, and like there's no lips or anything. It's kind of burned back. One of her eyes is a solid milky white. Her clothing seems ragged and burnt. Uh, her left leg, the clothing seems to be melted onto her leg. And she sort of radiates a heat. And when she speaks, uh, she enunciates things strangely because she apparently has no lips. What do you want? Why have you disturbed me? I've brought you forth to help protect the city. Wait for my call. I suppose I lost. All right, then what are you doing? Then I will be taking a short nap to heal up that drain, and then I guess join in with the, uh, the surveillance, whatever I can do. All right, sounds good. Give me a moment to restart the recording here. All right, there we go. Uh, where were we? You kept asking for Rob. Sorry, what's that? Say, last I remember, Nina was uh, getting her uh, self set up. Yeah, right. You got your sniper roost picked out. There's a little drone up there keeping an eye on things to make sure it stays relatively secure. Yep. Alright, uh, so what are you guys doing? It's the 11th, couple days since uh, you guys got the intel about the boss coming in. Should be pretty much any time now, whether today or tomorrow or sometime today. Oh, hey, like, hey, welcome. welcome. Looks like Holmes finally got out of the hospital. Alright, you missed the party. Yeah, my centaur strippers. full from last time still. Yeah, well, you're fully healed now. It's been a few days. Apparently, you got stuck in the hospital a little bit longer than the other guys who were in the hospital. And you missed the party that involved, yes, I'm not kidding, centaur strippers and a... Uh, oh, we sent a centaur band. to his hospital room. That's a cruel thing to do to a man. Oh, that would have cost you about half of your extra profits. Uh, Holmes isn't worth it. We wouldn't have done it. Okay. <laughs> you guys didn't have this party at the pony romp, did you? Yes, we did. I'm putting in my two weeks notice. <laughs> Buckner got to run security. But yeah, so there's been some, some zaniness surrounding your uh, new HQ. And then uh, you guys are trying to figure out, I guess, when the boss is coming to meet with Taco. We have useful things we want our homes to do with his cyber deck. I didn't catch any of that, what'd you say? Didn't we have useful things we wanted homes to do with his cyber deck? Does Holmes have a cyber deck? No, we've been looking to commandeer one, but uh, we have not yet had an opportunity. You could always buy one. I don't know. Does that uh, does our budget fit a couple hundred thousand new yen? 
It might fit 50,000 in you. I'll go take a look and see what a moderate deck costs. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, it looks like the worst deck is 50,000. <laughs> you can get a moderately decent one for around 110 to 123,000. Yeah, the chariot's about as low as I'd go. Yeah, that one's 123k. We should uh, get some of those government dicks to just give us some. Yeah, because they're totally likely to do that. Well, you know, maybe like a loner or something. I don't know. They're the government. They got money. All right, so what are you guys doing? I'm packing up from the hospital and making my way back to the romp. All right, so you're right, right at the Brony romp a couple days after the uh, Midnight Visions party happened. The place is uh, pretty clean, actually. Not much going on. Do we have a, a, a briefing room or a, a strategy room? You could call it that. Good. I'll, uh, I'll uh, chuck my things into my quote-unquote office and uh, go, to the, uh, go to the war room and uh, see if anybody's there. And if not, I'll ring Buckner. So should I take down the sign in that room that says, Welcome to the Boom Boom Room? You might as well leave it up. <laughs> Yeah, Cliff, until someone uh, figures out what our plan of action is, we can kind of, kind of hang out, hang around. The uh, split my time between HQ and maybe kind of just driving around a little bit, kind of acting as a mobile reserve to back up or maybe assist anybody who might need it. Because unfortunately, Garrett's really not the investigative type at this point. Okay. So uh, December 11th goes by. You guys can get a good night's sleep, get an edge back. The 12th comes up. If you said uh, people have been going in and out of the taco place, non-cyber individuals heading out to various parts of the city? Yes. I'd like to go astral and see if I can shadow any of them, keeping an eye out for astral surveillance or anybody who's magically active, uh, providing overwatch for them. I'm going to be as discreet as I can and you know veer off if there's any sign of that sort of protection, but I'd like to try to get a better idea of what's going on with their with their trips and who they are. Okay. Uh, so you follow one of the groups. Um, they head somewhat to the north and then to the east. And uh, yeah, off a ways, they... Um, uh, give me a sensing test. Five hits. All right, yeah, you pick up on this person as an adept. Uh, probably about magic rating of six or so. Um, they don't seem to have attempted astral perception yet. How long are you going to follow them for? Um, I guess uh, maybe a couple of hours. Uh, it'll depend on what I see. If it looks like they're gathering gear or, anything, or distributing stuff, like uh, they've been doing with weapons throughout the city, then I might uh, spend more time or call in reinforcements. But, uh, okay. And, uh, give me an edge. kind of see what's going on with them. And uh, give me an edge test. No hits. All right, so they head on into uh, basically deeper into the lousier parts of Arlington. There's a bit of a background count, and they do meet with some people there, and uh, looks like they... Uh, give me another sensing test. This time at minus three for the background count. Oh, sorry. I suppose you said that first, huh? <laughs> oh, three hits. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you see, you observe them uh, making a purchase, and the item they're purchasing has a bit of a glow to it in astral space. It looks like a weapon focus of some kind. I'd like to uh, sense the weapon focus to get a, a, a view of its, its astral signature. Alright, give me another sensing roll. Two hits. Alright, you're pretty sure you'd recognize if you saw it again or somebody was injured by it. It is, uh, looks yeah, like a weapon? sword. Like a uh, cutlass, you think? 
Okay, I'm going to zip back to my body uh, with you know, immense astral speed, uh, do a quick report to the LT of, of what I saw in the general area of the city, and uh, and ask him if uh, he has any immediate uh, instructions. Otherwise, I'm going to zip back and follow him and report back in 15 minutes. Okay, uh, can you review where you saw them go again? I can give you a general idea of the neighborhood. Um, Cliff, do I am I able to have a more exact address than that? Any sort of knowledge kills, skills that would help? Aside from police procedures, which might uh, let me know about uh, keeping track of that sort of thing to give uh, good reports. Yeah, good point. Go ahead and roll that, but at a minus two. Four hits. Okay, yeah, you've seen some of the locations before on previous uh, policing runs, so you're able to give... The LT have pretty, pretty clear um, directions as far as what, how to find it. Maybe you've done some undercover work in Arlington. LT, any uh, immediate directions? Otherwise, I need to get back there so I don't lose them. Yeah, get back to it. Good I'll work. Check back in 15. And Cliff, I'm going to zip back again. Okay. It looks like the person you've been following is left by this point. Well, it should be pretty close because that whole back and forth should only have taken a few seconds. All right, so you pop out and start looking around. Give me another, well, I'll call this a perception test. Hey, no background counter perception test. Three hits. Okay, yeah, you pick him up again. He's back on his bike, and looks like he's heading back uh, south towards, um, sorry, southwest, uh, back towards the uh, Rancho del Taco. He's alert. He seems to keep a pretty good eye out, uh, keeping you know, looking around for signs of anyone who might be following him, but does not see any astral forms following him. All right. Um, I'm going to hang back uh, since he's alert. You never know. He might look astral or have a buddy that shows up looking astral. And if he gets back to the taco place, then I'll zip back to my body and update the LT. Otherwise, uh, I guess I'll find out where he goes. Now he uh, pulls in a couple blocks north of El Rancho del Taco. Looks like there's a lot of various blobs of technology here. Like a used car lot blobs of technology? Yeah, no, like inside of a building. Okay. Yeah, nothing you see seems to be particularly large. I'll wait, you know, a couple minutes, see if he, he comes back out. Um, I'm going to, from outside of the building, make a note of what the place looks like, um, the, the location. And uh, if he's not back out in a couple of minutes, I'm going to zip back and report to the LT again. Okay. About five minutes goes by. You doing anything? Yep. So, so back to the LT and reporting to him what's, what's happened. Good job. Hey, everyone. We have a location that uh, one of these uh, messenger or errand boys uh, parked a vehicle at and housed it. So maybe we can uh, eyeball that and check it out. I can send a drone over, LT. Here's the address. Oh, that's just a couple blocks away. All right. I will send a uh, fly spy over there. Check that place out. Uh, anybody else in the area, make sure you got eyes uh, out. They've probably got other secondary locations that they're doing things in. Can I see that spot from where I'm at? Give uh, me an edge test, won't it? That's three ones out of three dice. Wow. Damn. Damn. <laughs> what it means is so, you're actually on that building. <laughs> no, uh, what it means is, yes, you totally see the building. You're pretty sure that Maxwell is talking about. 
Alrighty, I'll keep an eye on it. Get an edge back if that helps. No, I already got it back. Okay, team, we've got a good idea of who the players are and what they're, you know, where they're going and what's going on. Uh, I think we're going to need to review or keep reviewing uh, where they're going because I, this is all part of some big plan that I have no idea what it's about other than getting a lot of people killed and making the star look bad. Um, but we've got to get this information together and start looking at it and working in it. Uh, I've been following everybody that leaves, so maybe we can start plotting that on a map and actually get a you know a bird's eye view of where this all is happening at. We probably need to, you know, we could really use a computer expert and a computer. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, so about how long would it take us to acquire this uh, cyberdeck and suite of programs, Cliff? One of those being a uh, hopefully a rating six agent with an availability of 18. Yeah, I would say those are things you wouldn't take too terribly long to acquire, probably 24 hours. Sweet. That's all right, LT. We'll have them uh, FedEx that to us real quick. <laughs> okay, who do we think any of us can uh, get a tag onto any of these uh, people's vehicles when they come visit El Rancho del Taco? I'll bet Bill. I'll bet Billy Bob can if he's got a drone that can uh, sneak one up in there. Uh, none of my drones are equipped to uh, shoot a stealth tag. I can try doing a palming. I got a pretty decent palming skill. I've got fling. I've got the fling spell. Um, so you know that is something that I could do. Well, shoot! You could hang out in the uh, ice cream truck and fling them on those trucks or vehicles, whatever they drive. I get my hobo gear on and go hang out in the parking lot. Make some money. Maybe get some free tacos. Tacos are pretty good, you know. If I spend some close personal time with one of the vehicles, I can probably tell you where it's been. Uh, sounds really great, guys. The more information we can collect, the better position we'll be in when we have to make a move. All right, so the 11th goes by, you get to the 12th. I get a butter FedEx mail. Can we really use the fling spell to put uh, stealth tags onto the vehicles? I mean, it'll, it'll allow me to, to fling them from, you know, not really far away, but, um, yeah, I can, I can fling stuff. I don't know if we're going to be, like, shooting for open windows or, you know, if we uh, put something sticky on it, I can fling it that way and then it'll stick. Who here among us has palming skill? Nope. What was that, Garrett? What skill? Palming. Got a high agility, but no palming. Got nothing on that. Well, I'm kind of a known element there. I could put, uh, you know, my old persona back on and just kind of hang out. Maybe thinking, like, if I can know which vehicles belong to who, maybe I can just casually saunter by. Oh, dang, I'll tie my shoe. And while I'm doing it, whoop, you know, under a wheel well or something like that, something real quick. Can't do it a whole lot, so we'd have to pick and choose, you know, be uh, less likely for me to be made. Yeah, I think someone definitely doing it by uh, hand is going to be preferable. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's the 12th. What are you guys doing? I'm wondering who has palming skill. Other than me. You know, palming is one of those really underhanded criminal things. And your point? We could just hire one of those. I could make somebody, somebody invisible. Well, heck yeah, that's even better. Home yeah, they had uh, spirits watching that place, so if somebody walks around <clears throat> with an active spell, the spirit will notice. Yeah, right. yeah. I remember Holmes saying there was a spirit keeping an eye out on stuff. 
Oh yeah, that's is he watching the building beast. or is he watching the parking lot? That's my question. I don't know. More the building, but some of the parking lot. Well, what's the worst that can happen? I get shot. Been there, done that. <laughs> so, Garrett, you have a task that if you can manage, that will be useful. All right. What I will need is confirmation, some kind of confirmation on exactly whose vehicle is who. I mean, just going into the parking lot and start just tagging, 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 that's not going to do us any good. If we can identify who might be a suitable candidate and we'll the less vehicles I have to tag as possible, it's less likely I'm going to be seen and raise a, raise any suspicion. So then let's, uh, my brother and I work together with our TACnet, and you can identify people that are talking to Taco. Um, send me an image. I can verify who it is once they leave the building and which vehicle they're going to. Or, you know, or give you the description of someone who's just come from a vehicle, and you can verify whether they're going to talk to the guy or something. Yeah, what she said. And while they're in doing that and busy, you know, like I said, I and my other personas uh, was pretty, as six shooters, still pretty much known to be in, you know, I was known to be in the area. So if I'm still, you know, hanging out there, not going to raise that much of an eyebrow. You know, we can run all of our stuff through the computer for not just facial recognition, but vehicle recognition. We should have uh, a lot of that information available to help us narrow things down and there's going to be other opportunities like that guy that place that was a few blocks north park there that's probably a little bit easier to pick out a vehicle so i'm going to start profiling people then okay <laughs> looking for uh hispanic humans profile is such an ugly word it's, it's true. true males with no cyber well i can't tell the cyber bit unless it's you know shining chrome or something so i'm gonna start profiling people i'll say you know Dude, mid-twenties, hat, blue shirt, coming in from the north. And then Billy Joe can verify whether or not that guy goes to talk to Taco or not. If he does, then I'll say he came from that whatever the hell he rode. Does that work? Sounds great. Heck yeah. Okay. Let's do this. All right, it's December 12th. You guys have uh, your plans in place. What are you doing exactly? I'm profiling people that go into the restaurant. Billy Joe is verifying whether or not they're going to talk to Taco. If he verifies that, then Garrett is out in the parking lot ready to palm stealth tags under the dude's vehicle. Gotcha. So they do eventually head back to El Rancho del Taco, and they stop in and then head out shortly thereafter, about 10 minutes. Um, how are you approaching them, Officer Garrett? Are you going to sneak up to their car? Well, once I know that they're going to be showing up, I'll just come on in, say, hey, what's going on? Not really introduce myself, go in, grab some lunch, and I'm then on my way out, just maybe kind of uh, angle towards the vehicle in question. Oh, damn it. I dropped my damn bag. Son of a gun. <laughs> don't you just hate it when that happens? You know, you spill your salsa all over the plate. That's, you know, you don't, that, that's just annoying. All right. So give me a contest. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to try to actually make contact with them. I'm just going to walk in, order, and just walk out. So, Right, but uh, give me a contest if you get any hits that will benefit your palming test. Ah, gotcha. Stand by. Yeah, so roll your dump stat minus one. I mean, uh, charisma minus one. <laughs> it's not my dump stat. Not, my dump stat. <laughs> not this time. 
Okay, that'd be three total on the con. All right, so you can add three dice to your palming test, provided you have at least three ranks in palming. Oh, yeah. Actually, I got seven ranks in palming. Seven ranks? Uh, correction. I got the uh, stealth group at rate, rating five. Cool. Yeah, I know. Nice. Hey, sometimes being a cop is knowing how to uh, sneak around, you know? It's not all, you know, code three, light sirens, eating donuts, and beating people. There's <laughs> a lot of that, but, you know, not just. The donuts anyway. run out eventually. Exactly. All right, standby palming test. And it looks like I got four hits on the palming test. All right, so you managed to slip your uh, stealth tag on one of the uh, bikes. Yeah, just grab it in there, maybe get a chip on the way. Oh, son of a, you know what? Damn it. I hate it when that happens. Nothing tastes worse than a case of chupalupa with uh, dirt on it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you've tasted it. Are you kidding? I don't make that enough money. I gotta make everything last, dirt or no dirt. <laughs> I am a poor, 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 somewhat down on my luck shadow runner. I cannot afford the luxury of constantly eating out or something like that. <laughs> right, yeah, they uh they head on out, they hop on their bikes and start driving off. Basically and uh as soon as I'm out of uh out of earshot with my uh lovely, lovely hidden throat mic. <laughs> Tagged and bag. You should be getting a signal anytime now. All right. They head uh, out of Arlington towards southern Dallas and stop at a location that is about uh, three miles southeast of the uh, Burning Romp. Uh. And they're there for a little while. Okay. So they're there for a while. Did anybody mark on the map where the Burning Romp, I mean, the new HQ was? Oh, I'm not sure that anyone did. I'm not seeing it. No, I forget how to add a tag with this. Anybody else remember? Not a clue. <laughs> no. Uh, hit edit and then add a marker. Is the same upside down teardrop symbol? For some reason, didn't have me signed in. I don't know why. I'm signed into Google Chrome, but do a separate sign in for this, I guess. All right, edit. There we go. Under the search bar is a. Uh, should be a set of icons, and one of them is the marker. All right, there we go. Do you see it? Point nine. It's been updated to Brony Romp Firehouse. No, no, no. It's the new HQ. <laughs> there it is. Just made sense to put it on Corinth Street. I don't know why. Nice central location. I like it. Unless you're on a building in Arlington. Yes, well, the Brony Romp is not in Arlington. Yeah, so looking at the budget for that... Um, Cyberdeck, I guess. Um, I guess Billy Joe's dreams of drones has been crushed. <laughs> uh, we know it'll it'll help out the team. So, yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Holmes. You're a decker. Surprise! That's like a twist <laughs> I wasn't expecting. So wait a minute. He go. He gets shot up. Comes. Gets out of the hospital and comes out of decker. What? That's a weird clinic. Did they do something to him in there? Gotta remember, these doctors, they used to bleed people with leeches and call that science, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so All right, we'll see so over we'll on see over. Pine Street. Pine and uh, East Diamond Avenue is about where the uh, trackers have your uh, people having stopped. The Google Maps, it looks like this is pretty much housing area, so be music for anybody listening actually lives in that area. Hey, that's just somebody's house. You know we're going to get that comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, only a block away from Triumph, the Church of God. 
And though with the Greater New Zion Baptist, so Reform. Yeah. <laughs> Greater Zion Baptist. That just sounds yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, I don't want to insult anybody's faith. But, Sorry, Greater right. New Zion Baptist, and across the roof from that is the St. James Church God in Christ. Busy place. And not long, not far, uh, about a block and a half south of that is the Dallas Bethlehem Center and the Baldwin Chapel Church of God. Oh my. I would say the Bible Belt, we just found the buckle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay, like Detective Holmes, you are now running... Our team's uh, investigation board. So all the information we have for this entire investigation, you get to keep and run and do all the cross-referencing. We've got days of data for all the people that Billy Joe uh, and Voss have been tracking uh, and the places they've been going and all of their identities. It will what their faces look like and vehicles and we need to get all of that stuff together and figure out what's going on plus we have all the gangs that were given weapons and all the places they hit and all of their targets and we have to try and figure out if there's a pattern or connection between all of this stuff that's going on uh, to help us figure out what we're going to do about it I give all of that to my rating six agent and tell Jeeves to go do his thing. What thing are you telling James to do? Jeeves, sorry. You know, there there, there tends to be a real lack of um, uh, analysis matrix action. What do we think we would call that? Just a series of matrix searches? Sorry, what are you trying to accomplish? I think LT wants me to uh, make a nice big data map of who who's going where and what we found and uh and the various different MacGuffins. can you do some background research on the locations that these people are going to to find out who owns the locations who lives at those locations that sort of thing oh yeah matrix searches we can do that all right so give me a dice roll for your agent or yourself if you're gonna make the test i think i got more dice than the agent does all right you can't so the agent assist, assist you, you then so I've never had a uh, an agent with a high enough rating to really be useful in this effect, so uh, how does this assist work? Well, the agent basically rolls double its level in dice, and then any hits that it gets adds to your dice pool, provided that it, they do not exceed your skill rating. Gotcha. And your limit is one higher. Get out the old dice roller here. There's 12 dice and gets two hits. Okay, so he's in the process of compiling information. About 4 p.m. on uh, that day, um, looks like this these bikes kind of stay in that location generally where, um, again, it's about a little while uh, southeast of the burning ramp. Nita, give me a perception test. Three hits. All right. You see, it looks like three pickup trucks pull up to the El Rancho del Taco. And uh, you're able to kind of keep an eye on things as you see Taco actually gets out of the building and heads into the middle of the three pickup trucks. Oh, Taco's on the move. I'm going to uh, zoom in and try to get, like, you know, license plates or, you know, whatever for vehicle recognition, get some pictures with my goggles. Okay, give me a visual perception. And the three... Vehicles take off with Taco in the middle vehicle, and it looks like there's a number of different motorcycles in the front and in the back. Total of eight. 
having a drones follow him so I can follow in the truck at a distance. Five hits on perception. Okay, you pick up the um, the license plate numbers of all three of the trucks, as well as a couple of the bikes. They are on the tech net, along with photos. I get on my motorcycle. Time we're all on the move. Uh, get, get in the car and start uh, heading in the general direction. Okay, and again, you just have stealth tags on those bikes that had gone uh, southeast of your location? Yeah, that's all we had managed to get on so far. Okay. Garrett, I'll join you in the car as long as you promise not to get us blown up with another missile. Yeah, he's got to be more careful. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> happened. It's like suddenly that ganger just suddenly turned on his buddies for some reason. I have no idea why he would do that and launch the missile at us. <laughs> One of those weird mysteries we'll probably never, ever uncover. The criminal mind is a <laughs> complex thing. I should know. <laughs> You've been at it many times? I'm sure I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, it was probably the criminal's choice to, to do that. They're, they're crazy like that. But let, let's just stay out of line of sight of any missile launchers. That sounds like a good plan. Why do I hear a big, fat good luck unspoken in that? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I need to turn my mic back up. <laughs> All right. So, Billy Joe, give me a. Um, are you just commanding your drones to follow, or are you piloting them? I imagine I could pilot one of them, and everybody else could be on auto pilot. Okay. So, give me a piloting skill test. All right. So that's the uh, rating of the drone plus the rating of the piloting software plus the rating of my rig. Correct. Since I'm jumped in. No. It's your reaction plus your skill plus two dice for if you're hot sim or not if you're not, of course. And then also plus the the rating of your rig. All right. Drones auto soft and pilot rating have nothing to do with this roll. I'm easily confused. Me too. So this is not pilot and ground craft, pilot and aircraft, right? Yes. All right. Then one, two, three, four, five, six hits. Okay, so you're able to keep up with them. So who is actually physically following them? Anyone? Not, like, close or anything, because I have to get down first and get in my car. But I'd like to be going in that general direction. I'm with Garrett in his car. How close are we following, Garrett? Well, I would say probably about a good, I don't know, at least a half kilometer behind. Well, okay. actually, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, I don't want to be anywhere where we can be seen, and the whole point is just to be in a general area. We want to kind of figure out where they're going to stop. And in fact, I actually want to get ahead. Like, if I know they're heading northwest, I want to get a, get ahead of them and head, you know, lead them a little. Okay, give me the edge test, as well as the piloting test. I have one hit on the edge test. I have one hit on my pilot test. Okay, so you're able to um, move ahead a bit and not draw attention to yourself, not cause any crashes, and uh, you're able to kind of get in the position you want to be in. Uh, a couple of points the vehicles pass through. It looks like they're heading northwest out of town. Oh god, we're all going to Denver. <laughs> we keep rolling. Do it was this is not the area though that. Uh, that we did the the Banshee. The Banshee was actually to the south, wasn't it? Yeah, kind of south southwest. Looks like the, they're taking the 199 out of town to the northwest. 
going for a nice ride into the country, zooming down the highway. Woohoo! Enjoying the scenery. All right, Nikki. What's everybody else doing? Going your... the same direction from a distance. Okay. Pretty much. I am matrix searching until I am free. I'm gonna summon a force four spirit of man. Okay. What'd you get for hits? Oh, and with the uh, the healing optional power spell. Six hits. All right, you have four net hits, so four drain. And no drain. Okay. Okay, so the vehicle is heading out of town on the 189 sort of northwest. Gets about a half mile away from Springtown, and they take a left uh, off of the main road. Looks like they're heading out into farm country again. And they travel about another three or four miles or so. And pull off a dirt road onto a uh, farm, looks like. Convoy stops. Hey, LT, this is looking a lot like the weapons pickup. Should we get SWAT on uh, on hold, just in case? So, do we think that there's another, uh, like, Banshee there? We have to um, stop him. Is there some law about uh, unauthorized Banshee flights? Yeah, into the area. What what uh, what crime is taking place that we can call in the heavy? And do we actually want to catch everybody here? Failure to file a flight plan, I'm sure. Yeah, if we take them all out right now, plus the guy bringing in the weapons. We've got, we've got information that the head of a criminal conspiracy is meeting with another person of interest. Our person of interest just showed up in a farm in a similar situation as to how a, uh, a banshee delivering weapons to the criminal conspiracy arrived in a previous time. We're pretty far uh, out of uh, Fort Worth, though. I mean, the nearest units will probably take some time to get here, right? Yes. yes. That's why I was thinking we might want to get them on hold, get them uh, ready. If they're in a VTOL, it'll take them minutes to get here. Okay. Um, here's the just out of character here. Um, Cliff, I think probably, uh, you know what I'm gonna do. I just wanna do a, a, a security procedures role to think if it really can authorize this response. Because as far as we know, he, Taco himself hasn't been, we haven't actually any of us seen him directly participate in a criminal act. Right. Well, well he did order, or um, he did hire us undercover to grab some highly illegal weapons. You got that at least. So Nina, but Nina was also, you didn't get directly get that from him, right? You got it from the two guys and they took you out there. Yeah. Well, it was to, it was to make a pickup was the, I believe if I remember correctly, that was the, the order. And then to follow those guys who then took us there. So the fact that he was working in concert with other individuals to commit criminal to commit criminal acts would follow under what we would today call the RICO statutes. So maybe not necessarily enough to charge him, but we could probably bring him in and uh, question him vigorously. Okay, team. Here's the deal. We call him in. We make this commitment. You know, this is uh, uh we gotta catch him. This is our chance. Then, are we ready to do that? Hell yeah, LT. Yep. Nina, Voss, Holmes? I'm ready. Yep. Let's do it. 
I'm prepared to commit to whatever career suicide you're willing to make. <laughs> uh, you know, leading this task force was the mistake that I made, Holmes. Then we should be okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go AFK for another moment here. I'm more tired than I plan to be here, so I need to get on my feet for a minute. All right, I'm back. Welcome back. Nick, you back yet? Yep. All right. Oh, not so, so wet a week before. But, uh, anyway, kind of catches up to you. Anyway, um, so, again, you've got this uh, caravan that's left, kind of turned off the road, pulled into a farm area northwest of Fort Worth. And what are you guys doing? All right, I think most of us are physically nearby except Holmes. Yeah, Nina's back at Fort Worth near El Rancho del Taco, but she was crawling down the side of the building to relocate. I said I got down and got into my car and have been following. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, did we want me to be on site handy to do some creative matrix work, or am I going to stay back at the HQ? You should totally be nearby. Yeah, you can stand in front of bullets. That doesn't work so well for me, it looks like. I keep burning the <laughs> edge, so yeah. Well, now you've got a cyber deck you can hold in front of you. <laughs> Yeah, I hear those make great, great amp, uh, armor. <laughs> yeah, hi, LT. Here's this fun... Oh, it's in pieces. You know it's best when you're fully in VR in front of a deck when it gets shot to pieces. <laughs> uh, okay, from the LT's perspective, Holmes does not have to be there. So he didn't tell you to go. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you need a following a car. Where is everyone else? Uh, so I had been ahead of them, so I would have been past Springtown uh, right. to north, so I'd you know have to kind of circle back or get back in there. Yep, and, so you're in your bike. And Garrett and Voss were in a car together, and I was in my car, and both vehicles were following at a distance. Gotcha. Okay. Then uh... Billy Joe was in rigging his drone to follow, and assume bringing his body along in the ice cream tracker. Correct, sir. As the drone footage was, which is why we can follow at a distance and know where we're going. Gotcha. So now that I know where everyone is, how are you approaching the location? First off, what time of day is it? It is nighttime. Excellent. Looks like shortly after dark, so um, it's... The threshold of dusk has crossed. If you had summoned spirits, they would have expired. I guess I will need to resummon then, or would I have been smart enough to wait the five minutes during the drive? Let's say you've been smart enough to wait the five minutes during the drive. That makes sense. <laughs> well, that's it. Is logic your dump stat? <laughs> there are no dump stats. I have a logic of two, but an intuition of six. All right, good enough. You're like, you went to summon yours, but like... No, it's going to be dusk in five minutes. I should wait a moment. The sun in his eyes helped. <laughs> we were driving west. This is true. Yes. All right, so Billy Joe, you've got your fly spy that's keeping an eye on things. The convoy of vehicles pulls up at this farm. And you see a single person um, wander out from one of the nearby barns. And... Wave at them. Uh, Taco steps up and shakes his hand. And it looks like there's some sort of meeting underway. They uh, almost all go into the barn except for four of the guys who stay outside near their bikes. Does, and, uh, does the guy that came out to meet Paco look like the guy that flew off on the VTOL last week? 
give me a perception test. All right. Uh, three hits. That's the sensor rating. So, general build, yes, you don't have a good angle to see his face, but he's wearing a hoodie as well. And the last guy was wearing a hoodie as well, so I think this is the guy. I've decided. That's him. Yeah, his he's... stance and his movements just seem familiar as well, so you're pretty sure. LT, it's the dude that flew up on the VTOL last week. Get the uh, HCR team down here. Call it in. I, uh, I press the authorization button for the response or whatever. All right. You know, me something to do. Procedures roll. You need me to assist you on that? I have uh, tenets. I pre-edged. All right. There you go. You receive a receipt of your notification. You're pretty sure you filled the right form and check the right boxes. Now nah, I got this, Holmes, but I am going to need you to coordinate everything and send us magical support and uh, do that matrixy stuff to see if you can figure out anything from remote. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to be active here. And uh, I'm going to approach nearby the area from a totally different direction from where the other people will come because I have to do that from some other place. Well, um, right. I guess being near this property... Um, I would prefer to uh, stash my car somewhere and approach on foot. Hey, Cliff, what's the general layout of this place? I mean, we're talking like open farm country. We're talking like sporadic uh, trees, bushes, shrubs, you know, stuff like that. Uh, fairly open farm country. There are some trees and shrubs here in there as well. So the cover is sparse, but kind of hard to come by. Any astral uh, concerns I ask on the TechNet? I'll check uh, check astrally just with perception at first. Uh, how close is Garrett's car to this place? It's fairly close, though not right on top of it. Maybe a couple hundred meters. And you, you initially don't really see much of anything on the Matrix as far as uh, sensors. Astrally, you mean? Sorry, astrally, I mean. Yep, astral. It uh, looks like Taco is magically active, but he hasn't pulled anything up. Okay. Do I see any sign of the the adept that got the the weapon before? Is he here? Sorry, which one? I saw an adept who was. Oh, they got around. the focus. No, yeah. he's not here. Okay. I'll report back that Taco is magically active, and that uh, I, I didn't see any spirits or anything like that running around, right? That's correct. Okay, I'll report that back as well. Alright. I want to move in as stealthily as possible and get closer and be able to see, um, uh, just see what's what. Like, is right. there a house? Is there, are there lights on? Whatever. Give me a sneaking test and a perception test. Uh, Cliff, I also want to approach the area sim similar. You know, ride nearby. I actually have the lights off as we get near. Uh, and basically walk in. Um, and kind of see what the terrain is like, but want to get to where we can be an eyeball and maybe I can shoot somebody. Okay. Four hits on stealth. You're pretty sneaky. And four hits on, no, five hits on perception. And you're pretty easy this equipment. All right, Officer Garrett, what are you up to? Well, with the LT and Nina kind of sneaking in from one angle, what I'd like to do is try to do the same, but from another angle, kind of like, uh, Say, for example, if they were coming in from the south, I would start, you know, coming in from the west, moving east. 
You get uh, kind of get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if uh, something does go down, maybe we can try to get a crossfire going. Okay. So with my perception check, what did I did I see anything special? All right. Yeah. You uh, you're able to kind of keep an eye on things. You see that Taco apparently meets with this person, and the person seems very familiar to you. You've met them before. You recognize them from the last pickup that you did with with Taco's gang. Cool. The the perception is to see, uh, get a good layout of the place to find out, to get an idea of whether there's any other people, like, in any other buildings other than these four guys that are still outside. You don't really see anybody else. Okay. Well, from where I'm at, I want to, I'll draw a little AR map and put it up. Um, let's see. What's the highest point here? There's a silo not too far away. I imagine the, uh, Ladder is probably not facing this direction, plus, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, give me a gymnastics test. Do you have any sort of climbing gear? Uh, let me check. Well, I've got a got a grapple gun, but that thing probably makes noise, huh? You're talking a little ways away as well. But yeah, it is somewhat noisier than other alternatives. Here's another question. Um, yeah. What's the ambient sound like? Do we have, like, uh, animal noise? Are we near a highway? Is the wind blowing? Stuff like that. It's mildly windy. There's not a lot of traffic. Uh, you're hearing some simple animal noises, but not much. It's relatively quiet out here. Okay, here's another goofball question. Which way is the wind blowing? Um, roll your edge. Which way do you want it to go? Basically, I want it, us to be essentially the wind blowing so it doesn't fight. So it's not... Ah, sorry, I'm getting caught. Up. Okay. Just want it basically the wind blowing to maybe blow... Maybe are sent away. So stand by on the edge test. So I've got, um, yes, for climbing assistance, I've got a grapple gun, and I have um, 13 total dice in exotic ranged weapon grapple gun. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's going to affect the gymnastics roll you wanted me to make. So uh, I'll say your grapple gun test essentially lets you uh, do assisted climbing. You can easily buy enough hits to put the grapple gun point where you wanted to go. No, I didn't say I was moving. I was asking for the highest point, and then you asked me to make a gymnastics roll. So if you're climbing up to the top of the silo or something? I wasn't planning on moving yet. I was just... Okay. I'm just scouting. Gotcha. So the highest point of the silo, about eh, half a kilometer away from where the meeting is taking place. How does that compare to the barn itself, and uh, is there a farmhouse, and if so, is it tall? There's a farmhouse that's not very tall. The barn is a bit bigger. About okay. what would be three stories. Okay. I'll see to wait to see what other people are doing. Hey, Cliff, can I uh, put in a uh, request with uh, Lone Star for a uh, HTR team to the LT's location, but keep the uh, bells and whistles and lights and sirens to a uh, minimum, so like go dark, basically? Right, can we another police procedures roll? Because I think the LT actually succeeded in calling an HDR team. Right, That's but right. I want to assign Holmes to be the guy, like, coordinating the action. Okay. Yep, so Holmes, make your police procedures roll. Okay, okay. I got two heads. Okay. Is he able to kind of suggest that, hey, come in with some stealth, guys? And hopefully they actually do so. Uh, Voss, what are you up to? 
I'm keeping up uh, Astral Overwatch from the car, just with Astral Perception, and uh, I'm ready to alert anybody if there's any change in what's going on. All right, and Billy Joe? I am jumping out of the flying eye and letting it uh, keep an eye at things from a distance and have a couple more of the flying eyes kind of searching around for a VTOL that might be covered by a a ground tarp camouflage. And I'm going to jump into the steel links and uh, I'm wondering how much noise a steel links makes and how much noise the three rotodrones will make. And because uh, I'm debating on starting to move closer to the uh, intended targets or if they're noisy little robots, perhaps I should uh, stand by. All right, yeah, they're relatively quiet. Uh, I'd say within 100 meters, there'd be pretty good chance there'd be obs- they, they would be observed. Well, I don't need to get that close. Right, so where do you your um, rotodrone? <clears throat> There's three rotodromes. So uh, at 200 meters, would that be all right? I mean, that wouldn't be too close for them to be spotted or heard. Okay. Okay. Keep them nice and low to the uh, ground so they're not up in the air sticking out like a sore thumb. And, uh, you know, move them up stealthily. And then I'll be uh, jacked into the uh, steel links and I'll move up the, in the steel links as well stealthily. And then okay. swing by. Everyone who's observing this scene, give me a judge intentions roll. While they're rolling that cliff, do I need to. Uh run a matrix search to uh, find out where these guys are kind of like matrix space so I can kind of be on scene. Uh, sure, you can roll that. Two hits. Two hits. One hit. Three. Uh, four hits. Uh, Cliff, how um, <clears throat> close am I able to get? Am I observing? What? Uh, where am I? Sir, what vehicle are you in? So I wanted to get near on my motorcycle but then approach gotcha. on foot. Give me a sneaking roll. I have three hits. Okay, so you're able to get about 150 meters away before you start worrying about people spotting you. That's plenty good for me. You can have a pretty good view of things. Do you have any sort of contacts or glasses or goggles with a vision mag? Uh, we're the star. Of course we do. All right, what are people getting your judge intentions? Four hits. One. Two. Three. Four. You're here five. You're here five. All right, so two people got four hits. You were able to observe that it looks like Taco is having some sort of an argument with uh, the guy in the hoodie. The guy in the hoodie seems pretty uh, confident, although somewhat passive, and uh, Taco is rather exuberant, waving his arms around a bit. They're definitely having some sort of a disagreement. Looks like trouble in paradise. Might be useful after we round them up. Should I try to get closer? Listen in? Only if you think... Yeah, I got it. I'll start moving in. I'm going to come around wide and try to uh, come at the place from the opposite side of the barn. From okay, those, moving uh, four on dudes. foot. What's that? Moving on foot. Yeah. I know you're really good at this, Nina. Thanks, LT. So, uh, you can have, um, three more dice on that. And sorry, Billy Joe, you were looking for a T-bird, right? Billy Joe, I want to get food. Okay, never mind. And you're making a sneaking check, uh, Nina? Yep. 
Damn, I wish I'd pre-edged it. I uh, hit my limit of five. Oh, wait, my limit goes up with uh, teamwork from the leadership, does it? Yes, it does. Outstanding. Seven hits. No, eight hits. Okay, it only so, goes up by one. Yeah, okay, it goes up by one per person assisting. <laughs> Still goes up. Still goes up. Yeah, you're pretty sneaking. Um, you're making your way up and using buildings for cover. As you get closer and closer, there's no real um, brush to take advantage of. And you uh, give me a hearing-based perception roll. Ooh, five hits. All right, yep. Do you speak Spanish? I do. All right, here Taco saying something to the effect of, we've uh, moved your equipment here. The, the gangs are getting wiped out. You've got to move along with whatever it is you're doing. This is this is just going to collapse underneath you. There's cops everywhere looking for information and local help we can't trust they're peeking through uh they're opening up cargo crates we just this isn't working anymore we need to shut it down and the other person responds with hey just relax everything's gonna be fine don't worry about it you're whatever you do this doesn't affect you you're just the distribution channel so don't worry about it take the new yen do your job that's what you pick up for now. Okay. Nita, do you have some sort of recording device so that gets uh, passed on to us? I don't have a recording device, but um, I wasn't sure if it would uh, pick up on the uh, microtransceiver and sub-vocal that I've got. Comlink would record that kind of stuff, wouldn't it? Comlink does everything. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, if, it, if the mic picks it up, then it's going out to everybody. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty poor quality audio, something you'd expect from just a stock comlink. But you guys are able to pick up on it as well. That sounds like evidence to me. Sounds like probable cause to me. ETA on the ACR team? Oh, probably about five minutes. We wait as long as we can because we want all the guns here. But in the meantime, figure out what we're going to do if we have to go get set up. Hey, Cliff, do they have any vehicles, like getaway vehicles, that I could see if they're giving off a matrix signal of any kind? Uh, give me a matrix perception test. One moment. Got four hits on that. Okay, it doesn't look like it. Fiddlesticks, no brickin' cars. Hey, I also got uh, three hits on a police procedures roll to have the HTR team come in from the opposite way of what our current team is uh, entering or holding in it. Okay. You guys are mostly holding back. And it goes by two minutes, three minutes. Cliff, other- I'm going to uh, summon up my spirits so that they're manifested on the material plane and ready to take orders, saving me a little bit of time once the uh, fit hits the sham. Gotcha. And Courtney? Uh, any other talking from them? Yeah, it looks like they're, uh, they're talking a little bit here and there. Um and then uh, shortly thereafter, some of the guys start going into the barn and coming out with, looks like, crates. Talked him into just doing the job. And there's not much further conversation. Four minutes, five minutes goes by, then the, uh, looks like the, eight, the high threat response T-Bird is showing up. We go. Moving in. Does this barn have a back door that I can see from over here? A back end exit? Yes. Cool, I'm going to cover it. It's a big, simple building with sliding double doors. Perfect. All right, let's, let's roll for initiative. And bring it up in the Google Doc here. 
Holmes, what's your age? Uh, two, again. <laughs> Trying to Trying keep to it that way, too. Alright, so first it's the height that responds, guys. The Banshee rolls in, and guys start rappelling down, and uh, they've got their weapons at the ready, and get in position. Looks like a good half a dozen people have deployed outside of the Banshee from about 10 meters above the ground. Looks like they're wearing, uh, looks like medium security armor. Do we oh, know what? if... It became a distraction. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll ask him my turn. All right, then next is the Steel Links. Does it have any orders? Yeah, the guy that's plugged into it is moving up. That's right, you jumped into that one. The... Yeah, I'm jumped into that one. So I'm going to take a move. Uh, I'm, a, what, 100, 100 meters out? Roughly. I'm looking at the range for my weapon systems. What level rig do you have? Uh, beg pardon? What level rig do you have? What level rate do I have? Rig. 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 rig? It's a rating three control rig. So what's the base speed of that drone? The steel <clears throat> links is uh, handling five, acceleration two, speed four, pilot three, body six, armor 12, sensor three, uh, oh, good God. With the control rig 3, your speed is effectively a 7, then. So you okay. can easily get up to whatever range you want in this combat with a single action. Well, it doesn't even take an action, just your movement. Right, but I'm looking at the... Uh, so the range for my weapon on there is that H the Ultramax HMG2. 0 to 40 mm -hmm. is short range. Is that meters? Yes. Okay, so... I'm at medium range, so I'm going to sit here and stand by and see if these guys open fire. If they try to shoot at us, then I will open fire. If they try and run for a vehicle, then I will target the vehicles and shoot the vehicles. Okay. Then, this, uh, same with the rudder drones. They're kind of standing by them. The, uh, the guys go on 22. About that time, it looks like, like dr weapon mounts are popping out of the pickup trucks. And uh, looks like they're, so they're one of them one is firing machine gun. Okay, out. I'm gonna fire at all. The, I'm gonna fire at the trucks that have the weapon mounts pop up. All right, uh, two out of three have little missile launcher things that pop up. That yeah, yeah, that, that's prime target right there. All right, so take your shots. Looking for my gunnery skill here. There it is. Got one, two, three, four, five, six hits with a ten round burst. All right, so you've got six net hits. What's the damage in AP? It has damage of 17P minus 4 AP. Now, when I wrote a right. drone... Oh, so, so you significantly damage that vehicle, but don't take it out. Well, I'm trying to take out the weapon's mouth so it can't shoot a missile at us. Or does it all count as one? Oh, are you shooting the vehicle or are you taking a called shot? You know, I, I suppose I would take a called shot to try and disable that missile system. Gotcha. We'll re-roll four of your successes, then. If they still get successes, count them as successes, but if they don't, then don't. Okay. Uh, no more successes. So just the two? Just the two what? So you had six hits before. I told you re-roll four of your successes. Right. You didn't get any? Right. So you only get to keep two of those. Oh, Okay. Uh, so you have two net hits. It's still enough to damage the vehicle, not as much, but you do take out the weapon mount. Which is First the important part. part. Exactly. 
Now with uh, the rotor drone, since I'm not jacked into it, can I still use edge and pre-edge that shot? No. Okay. I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to shoot with the rotor drone now. Okay. How many rotor drones are firing? Uh, there's three rotor drones. One has an HMG Ultramax 2, uh, and then two of them have the uh, tasers. Gotcha. So, so... The, uh, the, the heavy machine gun's firing at another uh, missile platform. Okay. Holy Good cow. For that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven hits. All right. So that's seven hits. What's the damage? Uh, 18P minus four AP. That's a 10 round burst. All right, so you riddle that vehicle with bullets and almost take it out, but it's still up. Did it take out the weapon mount? I didn't specify that, did I? Damn, I'm bad at that. Yeah, the drone wouldn't have done a called shot unless you specifically ordered it to. Yeah, no, I I didn't. Okay. All right, and then your two taser drones? Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the range for these tasers, and that's pretty darn short. So they're just going to start moving up and stay real low, uh, Trying to use the terrain as cover. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So the uh, you've taken your called shots. The goons go. Um, some of them are shooting up at the incoming T-Bird with little to no effect. However, one of the uh, vehicles opens up with his heavy machine gun at the T-Bird, and the other one fires a missile. Okay. Yeah, it looks like the T-Bird avoids the, the bullets. The missile is en route. And... Um, Holmes, what are you doing? I'm going to see if there are any active icons now in our immediate area. All right, give so me a matrix perception test. Foreheads. All right, you see matrix icons coming from the high threat response team, but that is it. Fiddlesticks. That'll uh, that'll be everything I can do then. All right, um, Nina. Can I hold? Uh, oh shoot, I can't attack more than one target per turn. You could split your dice pool. Can I split my dice pool and then hold the other simple shot um, on a special condition? Not really, because in order to do multiple attacks, you have to fire like a burst. You're kind of shooting them all at once. All right. I am going to hold for uh, people coming out the back of this barn. And I will do my best to put them down uh, with like leg shots or some such. Okay. Then, Garrett, what are you doing? I'm guessing this is a target-rich environment at this point. Yeah, there's a, looks like a easily four guys outside, and then there's Taco and the guy in the hoodie. Guy firing there's the missile, was it from a vehicle or somebody who's shoulder mounted? That was fired from a missile mount on a vehicle. You know what, I'm going to do cold shot on the launcher, I'm going to see if I can disable it. Okay, so minus four to your dice pool. Yogi. What kind of shot? Six round burst, uh, six round, yeah, short burst. Yeah, four hits. All right, so you get three net hits. What's the damage in AP? Damage is going to be uh, 9P, negative 6 AP. I went shopping. All right, yep, you take out the missile launcher. Nice. All right, next up I've got is... Oh, I skipped the uh, one of the Spirits of Man in 18. They're holding their actions because they don't have orders yet. Gotcha. And uh, Voss, your turn then. It's a simple action to command each spirit. How many vehicles are left? There's, well, there's one that still has a weapons mount. The other two are still active vehicles, but the damaged and the weapons mounts are, are disabled. 
I'm going to order the burn victim spirit to napalm as many of the vehicles as possible without hitting Taco or the boss and uh, making sure that at least one of the vehicles is the one with the we functional weapon mount. Basically, I, I, I visualize where I want it to hit with the napalm and, and order it to, to fire there. And then my second simple action, I'm going to order, or I don't know if I can or not, if it counts as a second attack, but I'd like to order another spirit to use its, I'd like to use the, the SWAT orc to order, use its fear power on Taco. Okay, uh, it'll go on second pass. So first pass, or They've got held pass. actions, can't they go now? Uh, good point. Why not? With a minus one penalty for having held action, of course. Yep. The napalm blast is five successes. Okay, so that's two, sorry, three net. Yep, and four six. All right, does some damage to that truck. And All takes right. three drain. Uh, it also does water damage, which can destroy items. Electrical damage, or uh, destroy electrical items, basically by shorting it out. It all, and in addition, it also does fire damage. Okay. It's nasty stuff. Um, and then the fear attack, two successes. He easily resists. All right, so top of the order of steel links being colored uh, by... Any of, the, uh, via, any of the vehicles still active? Yeah, it looks like one, the one with the heavy machine gun. Yeah, got to go for it. And this time I'm going to add in my uh, extra dice for using the tack net. What force? Beg your pardon? Right, what did I skip here? Oh, sorry, I skipped Tony. Sorry, oh, Tony, what are you doing? Are you doing? Uh, where is Taco? Is he still in the barn, or is he out? No, he's kind of out in the open, a few meters away from the barn. And uh, the goons uh, were all moving stuff in and out of the barn, so they were kind of scattered when this started? Some were. Uh, there's a good four of them that are outside of the barn that we're just keeping watch. How many total would be inside the barn? What were the total numbers we were dealing with? We'll say there's a total of eight of the goons besides Taco. So half in, half out kind of thing. Yep. Okay, I'm uh, firing a Neurostun grenade into the barn behind uh, Taco. All right, give me a uh, shot for that then. I have five hits. Oh, excuse me. Hold on. Sorry, I forgot uh, it's uh, the range. So I actually only got four hits. Okay, still put it right where you wanted it. So that's uh, Neurostun 8, uh, contact and inhalation. And uh, I do tell over the Sacknet, I say, you know, Neuros uh, gas. Um, I, it's possible. I think it's highly likely, but I did not check that the HCR team probably has chemical seal with their outfits. Oh, yeah, they certainly do. All right, sorry, second pass, the Steel Links went. Uh, Steel Links didn't go yet. All right, Steel Links goes. He's shooting the truck with the uh, HMG. All right, take your shot. Okay, got one, two, three. What kind of burst? burst? Ten-round burst at the HMG right, now. Good. So, so take your recoil penalty, penalty if, there if there is any. That's cumulative 20 points now. Is a uh, 10-round burst uh, complex action? Yes. Okay, I will take an aim action, and then I will unload on that HMG mount. All right, with a six-round burst? Yeah, that's fine. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hits. All right, you took your minus four from the called shot? Yes. Actually, no, uh -huh. I didn't. Let me re-roll that. 
Okay, now I'm rolling. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hits. And sir, what's base damage in that again? The base damage is 11p. And is APDS minus four or minus six AP? Minus four, I believe. Additional, Additional minus, minus four based on the weapon type. So I would add the minus four from the weapon plus the minus four from the APDS to get minus eight? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then it's minus eight. All right, yeah. The, the bullets hit the vehicle in various spots, including the turret that you're going for. And uh, it seems like it disables the turret. Super duper. All right, how the response team guys go? They repel down, and they're on the ground. Uh, some of them are shooting smoke grenades. Some of them are turning on flash packs. They're not doing it directly offensive actions yet. Rotodrome? Uh, are there any vehicles that are still active? Well, there's the T-Bird that just landed. How about any enemy vehicles that are still active? There's that pickup truck you just shot the vehicle or the, the weapon mount out from under, but it's still an active vehicle. You know what? The uh, There's a bunch of bad guys standing outside still, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just lay down some suppressive fire, and then the other two rotor drones with the tasers will should be in range this, uh, this time. Okay, so you start laying down suppressive fire. Yes, let me roll that. I'll take an aim action to reset his uh, recoil, and then he'll do the uh, suppressive fire. Uh, suppressive uh, fire is a complex action, but it doesn't take any recoil. Okay, so I can still roll it? Yes. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven hits. All right, looks like a number of them are hitting the dirt, and we'll go to the goons. We'll say they're shooting at the high threat response guys, not having much luck. And then Holmes? Yeah, I will uh, scan for more uh, matrix icons again. All right, give me another roll. Unless, I don't remember, do I need to physically be there to uh, run Snoop to see if they're sending any outbound communications? Not necessarily. Let's do that instead. Let's do a snoop and see if maybe somebody's talking on their cell phone calling for backup. Okay. Go ahead and give me a roll. Got five hits on that. You're pretty sure he's not. There's a keyboard just... Sorry, the... Um, there's a um, uh, comlink that is not too far off to the left that is giving off some uh, signal. Looks like they're trying to transmit some information. Gotcha. All right, then Nina, your turn. Nobody seems to be coming out the back right now. All right, I'm going to take the noise and distraction as my opportunity to move so I can uh, be facing the exit. Or is the door shut, or is it open? It is shut. Damn it. No side entrance on this side, I take it? Nope. All right, um, I'm going to hold my fire action to, you know, try to shoot on anybody coming out that door, but I'm going to move around the back and try to come up around to get a look at the other side, see if there's any other openings. Okay. You start moving around there. You don't see any other openings. Okay. Next is Garrett. Alrighty. Who's, who and or what is still running around out here? Looks like Taco's still up. There's the guy in the hoodie. There's uh, four guys outside who've been, uh, I guess, shooting at the response guys who are repelling from their uh, banshee. There's pickup trucks, which are still actually um, up and running, but uh, their weapon mounts have all been disabled. I'm going to lay down suppressive fire in the direction of the four guys shooting up the T-Bird. 
they might actually they might get lucky and pick off one of the HRT guys coming down. Okay, give me a roll for that. Six total. All right. Sorry, what kind of shot was that? Shooting from my uh, optimum two. You need damage code. Yep. Well, base is nine uh, P uh, minus six AP. Ouch. You get five dead hits. So yeah, so you're looking at about five Ooh. dead hits. Yeah, fourteen P negative six. Yeah, one hit in his damage resistance test, so he drops. Darn. All right, then we've got Voss on one. I'm going to order uh, two of my four six spirits to use their accident powers. Uh, one each on the uh, the two big guys, what is it, Paco and the boss, and four of the the goons that are shooting at the HTR team. They can have up to six targets each. Okay, make a roll for each spirit. Okay, uh, it's going to be versus their reaction plus intuition. Three hits on the first one, six hits on the second one. If I win, it's a glitch for them. If I win by greater than or equal to four hits, it's a critical glitch. So how many hits do you get in the second test? Six. Okay, yeah, uh, looks like Taco and the other guy are unaffected, but the ones that are um, shooting at the high threat response team accidentally start uh, hitting each other with some bullets. It's kind of a mess. That works. All right, so third pass, steel links. Sorry, did I skip anybody? Second pass. All right, third pass, steel links. Uh, anything else to shoot at? Yeah, some guys who were shooting up at the T-Birds. The pickup trucks are still potentially viable vehicles, but they don't have weapon mounts anymore. Uh, let's uh, shoot those trucks some more. Just disable them completely. All right, go ahead and roll. Uh, what kind of burst? I'll take an aim and then a six-round burst. Okay. Can I try and hit all three trucks? Do you want to split your dice pool? Okay. And would I have to split it between the three? If you want to hit all three, yes. Okay. And I'm going to pre-edge it, too. So would I also split okay. my edge evenly between the... You edge, you edge in before you split it three ways. You have to split it as evenly as possible. Okay. So it's, it's 23 dice total. So eight, eight, and seven. Okay. So the first truck got three hits. That's 14P minus 8 AP. All right, next one. Next one got three hits. 14P minus 8 AP. And the last one. This one's <laughs> three hits. 14P minus 8 AP. All right, you managed to finish off all three of them. Fabulous. Doesn't look like they're going anywhere. And the first rotor drone is doing uh, the suppression fire still. It looks the high threat response team, uh, the six guys that have been lowering down, hit the ground, release their cables, start moving forward into cover. Some of them are taking shots here and there. Um, again, the rotor drones go. They are trying to tase uh, Hoodie. Got to take out Mr. Hoodie. All right, make their attack rolls. Okay, the first one got zero hits. Second one got one, two, three, four, five hits. All right, so three net hits. What's the damage? The damage for those tasers is 9S minus 5 AP. That's base damage. So 13 stun minus 5 AP. All right, he jerks and jitters a bunch, but he's still up. Next is uh, the goons, which, uh, let's see here. Most of them have lost their actions. 
Um, they're fighting the Hydra response team that's coming in. We'll go to uh, Holmes on two. So, since I'm part of Lone Star, um, can I use Lone Star's devices that are on scene to do electronic warfare and uh, jam signals? Uh, sure, why not? Then that's what I'll do. I will uh, uh, make a bunch of noise and hopefully jam everybody else and uh, leave us uh, cool to go. So give me just a moment. I maxed out and got five hits. Sorry, I'm spacing out here because I'm super tired. What are we rolling for? Uh, jam signals. Gotcha. So that's what, five points of noise? Yes, sir. Gotcha. Okay. It's got to jam her up. And end of the combat round. Uh, gosh, I'm going to have to wrap it up here. Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Arcology podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit. <laughs>